I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to Inside Sources, everyone, here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. As always, I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and as always, There's a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio, and we are going to do that in a way that will slow the news down a little bit. We'll separate the rage from the reason and make sure we can help you connect the dots and make the news make sense in your world. And obviously, that is an ongoing challenge uh, with everything. We're watching uh, continually for updates in terms of what's happening here at the state level as well as what's going on nationally. Uh, We'll bring that up-to-the-minute coverage to you as we go throughout the day today. Uh, Right off the top, uh, very interesting, the... uh, Democratic National Party announced today that they are moving their uh, convention uh, from July to August. They're pushing it back to August 17th, so uh, an extra month or so uh, for them to get ready and prepared. That uh, convention will take place in Milwaukee. And uh, so that's, a, again, an interesting dynamic. Uh, you've you've seen, actually, there was a great Washington Post piece today that... Uh, Robin, our Cracker Jack producer today, uh, spotted for me, uh, talking about how poorly, how poorly uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are doing taking their campaigns online. And uh, Bernie's having a hard time, you know, not looking like he's uh, come out of the crypt from the basement in his house uh, to talk to people. Uh, Joe Biden is one who always is trying to connect with the audience. And that's very hard to do sitting in your living room trying to have a virtual town hall with CNN. And so there's a lot of challenges to it. And so I think all of the campaigns nationally as well as locally are struggling with the dynamics, with the challenges. Uh, and that's a, a really interesting test. We've seen that in our our own uh, races here in the state of Utah. We just released some polling numbers last night from the Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics. Latest poll on a, a number of races there. And again, it's a it's a challenge. It's a struggle. And candidates are trying to figure it out, whether it's a county commission race or a governor's race or a presidential race. Uh, this is just new uncharted territory and uh, we're all trying to figure it out, and we will figure it out together. The big thing is for all of us to to engage, and engage more now than ever. And on that front, uh, very pleased to have uh, joining us uh, one of those candidates for governor, Jeff Burningham. Jeff, thanks for joining us today. Boyd, thanks for having me. Uh, I know you got into this race as a as a non political guy, as a business guy, 
And uh, I don't think this is probably the, the race you thought you would be running. Uh, and I don't think it was probably the, the time or place that you thought you would name a uh, an LG candidate to run along with you. Uh, but you did that last night. Tell us about it. Yeah, we did it on a teletown hall, and that is certainly not uh, was not the plan, kind of going forward. But I'm exa- I was excited to announce that Senator Dan McKay will be my running mate in this race. There were three main criteria that I used to make this decision. Number one, uh, the, the people of Utah want a public servant. That's certainly the lens, as you know, Boyd, that I'm looking at this through. For me, this isn't even political. To me, this is about leadership problem-solving and public service. And Dan's been a great uh, public servant, that's for sure. Number two, obviously, I wanted someone who could do the job, do it well, and make sure that Utah operates uh, from a position of strength. And that was something that I wanted to do here. And as you said, I'm not a career politician. I'm an entrepreneur. I've helped create thousands of jobs here in Utah. And so I thought it was important for me to have someone that understood the legislative process and had some pol- some experience in politics. Obviously, Dan has been in the House and in the Senate for right. many years, and so I thought it was a great addition to the ticket. Uh, that's uh, that is great, and again, it was a unique thing to do that in uh, uh, a town hall, a Zoom meeting. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, it, it's all just a little crazy at this point. Also, I would note just a programming note that uh, Dan McCaig and new candidate for lieutenant governor with Jeff Birmingham will be joining Lee Lonsberry on Live Mike a little later on today. So make sure you stay tuned for that as well. And uh, Jeff, we got just a little bit of time, so I, I want to throw. Uh, a scenario at you, because I, I think this is really interesting. I, I think with all of the challenges, with all of the change and uncertainty, I, I do think it has raised awareness for people. While while it has frozen a lot of races, uh, we know in, in your race for the governorship, 32 uh, percent are still not sure. Uh, I was on one uh, station today and uh, said not sure is actually winning the race at this point. Uh, so it's sort of frozen the frozen the races in one sense, but I think it has also raised an awareness to voters that, hey, actually, we, we need to elect leaders, not for the good times. We got to have leaders to deal with when things are broken or when things are really bad. Uh, and so I wanted to, to ask you from your perspective, again, this is not the campaign you expected to run, uh, but from your background as a as an entrepreneur, as a business guy, uh, what are you what are you learning and uh, how are you leading through again an unprecedented campaign for governor? Yeah, boy, it's been it's been difficult. The two things that I love most about campaigning were being with the people. Number one, I mean that's why that's what energized me. That's what I love. Our campaign has hosted over five hundred public meetings over the last year, and so I love the people of Utah. I view this as public service, so it's hard not to be with them. Number two, I like being with uh, my fellow competitors in the race and being on stage with them. I think there was a clear difference when that was the case. People could see uh, the newness, the freshness of my perspective and 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 the important part of being an outsider. But you're right. The season of management is passing us here in Utah, and this is why I'm running, Boyd. This is what I said a year ago. The season of leadership is upon us. The last decade, everything was up and to the right. Everything was good. And frankly, it wasn't because of our government. It never really is about the government. It's about the people of Utah. And our economy was dynamic and diverse, and it will continue to be. But that season has passed. The new season of leadership is upon us. And as you said, the real test of leadership is what you do during hard times. 
I, I think that my career has built me for this. I've had a career in disruption, as you know. I've started several companies in real estate, finance, and technology, have invested heavily in a lot of the technology startups along the Silicon Slopes. I understand disruption. I understand growth. This is right in my wheelhouse. I've said all along this, that this is about people, not politics, and I continue to believe that and believe that the best leader for our state going forward is a political outsider. Okay, great stuff. Jeff Birmingham, thanks so much for joining us. New LG uh, candidate alongside your ticket now. It's ready to roll. Uh, and as I mentioned, uh, Lee will be interviewing Dan McKay, uh, state senator and uh, now LG candidate uh, on live mic a little later on today. Jeff, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. Thanks, thanks for having me. All right, again, that's Jeff Birmingham, and uh, it's so interesting to me that uh, so many of these campaigns have have literally been turned upside down. And and to me, the test, the the leadership test in all of this is, is how are they responding? Be- because what we really want to watch for as voters, you you got a front row seat right now. If you're not sure which candidate you want to vote for in a mayor's race or a governor's race or whatever whatever it is, watch closely right now and take some notes. Because there are there are some campaigns up and down the ballot, all the way to the national level, that are whining and complaining and group griping and pity parties and woe is me and this is not fair. And guess what? That that's gonna give you a pretty good indication of how they're good how they would govern if elected. And there are other campaigns who are just innovating and moving and trying new things and doing it different than they've ever done it before and embracing it, engaging it, and leading. I take note of that. Uh, those are important, important things uh, because we don't, we don't elect leaders to lead us through the sunshine. <laughs> we elect leaders to lead us, lead us through the rain and the typhoon and the storm. Uh, and so that's what we need to be looking. And I would encourage everyone, this is a chance, uh, if you've got a little extra time, this is the time to really engage in this process. Be an informed voter. Uh, ask some questions. Be part of these online town halls and a host of other ways to interact with these candidates uh, as we move it all forward. All right, time for us to step aside uh, for a quick break. Today is International Children's Book Day, and we're going to do that. I'm gonna we're gonna have story time with Boyd coming up here on KSL News Radio. And like most great storybooks, I'm gonna read you a story that is actually more for the adults. Than it is for the kids. Don't miss it. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.